so many other projects I want to get onto too. That's a good problem to have though. And there's like so many things you want to make and work on and like you want to get one thing done so you get on to the next thing, you know, the next one. It's like not that you don't value or appreciate the project you're currently on, but you're just excited for the next one too, which is the way to be honestly. It's how you stay into it. Um, Because if you're not into it, like it's hard to enjoy something like glass because glass is not very forgiving. It burns you, it cuts you, it breaks for no reason. It it's just fragile, like just everything. Like it's uh it's one of the only like art forms that I know of that you like can't touch it till it's done. And what I mean is is like it's over a thousand degrees, so you can't like touch it with your hands and feel what you're working on. Like you have to use other objects to push it. You have to use gravity, fire, pieces of graphite, like things to move the material. Or guide it at least in the direction that you want it to go because you can't force glass. You really have to just show it the path and then guide it in that direction. You cannot force it places because when you force it, it, it will reciprocate with usually failure. Um, pieces so much dude i'm about to do a little dry drop in here in like about a week and a half of just some different types of dry pieces like these cavaliers i'm gonna have a few different ones of these and then fucking gonna drop uh some other unique dry pipes and some five mils oh, oh, oh. It wasn't hot, it wasn't painful, just really overwhelming, a lot of terps, a lot of flavor, holy shit. Well, what's up everybody, welcome to uh, episode 140 of the podcast. Wow. So lately, I've been making some dry pieces, <coughs> this being one of them, and I'm calling, these are called, not I'm calling them, these are called the Cavalier. It's based on a specific design from a chart I have. I've talked about these before, but man, I just, something about these, I love smoking them. And like I was telling my uh, um, my buddy I work out with today that like, these are the types of pipes though that like, I think you actually probably have to be a seasoned dabber to enjoy. Cause I don't know if like a virgin like dabber lungs, like if you don't smoke hash, like I think like if you took a dry dab, even if you took it at a good temp, I think it would be maybe uncomfortable just the the volume like with the smoke and just like the the concentrates and like oils in it and stuff like. Yeah, but man, to me, because I smoke hash all day, that's just a treat. I mean, just the, the flavor and everything, and if you do it right, and there's something about these pieces too with like the lines and everything on them and like just the shape of it. It's like, to me, like. My grandkids could like find this in like a box in my like attic in like 30, 40 years. And this would still look cool as hell. It's like timeless, you know what I mean? Just like, it looks like a tool for humans, you know? It's like a pretty fucking 
traditional looking and I don't even know. I'm just, I'm just stoked on it. It's really fun doing like the line work too, like with all the different like colors and like just everything that like I'm able to have put time into now because of like having people to take stuff off my plate as far as like day-to-day -day administrative stuff, running around and just prepping color and like even like pulling color down to the right diameter want having someone just spending all day just pulling color down that saves me like so much time so I can just grab the right diameter and like weld them all together and then shape them out <coughs> it's just fucking it's cool like because I've always had these ideas and things I wanted to do but it's like time management when you're trying to like be an artist but also be a responsible parent running a business you have to manage your time and sometimes you can't always sit there and spend uh you know a full day on a project you might not even really like you know, you're not, maybe it's just for fun. You're not really trying to sell it. Like usually you got to make sure you're, you're working during the work day. You know what I mean? If you're a responsible person. So, but now with the homies helping here, I'm able to spend time doing fun shit like this in between everything. I did a whole like series with this like dark clear, which we watered down, um, eclipse, um, which is like an opaque black color in the glass community. We watered it down with like a bunch of clear to create a tinted clear that was like this dark tint. So that way you can actually see like the function still through this. This is fully transparent still. Um, and it has like those primary colors on there, kind of like an old Polaroid or like a uh, ink cartridge for a printer kind of vibe to these. Just really stoked how these turned out overall. And um, each one of these is going to like a different collector though. I really wish someone would have scooped them all. Honestly, what these were all priced at, if you put them all together, it'd be like 3K. And, like, that's a lot of money, but, like, there's single pieces I make that I sell for that much that, realistically, from an artist's point of view, there's so much more work in this set right here than that. Like, all the line work and everything, and, like, even this piece, like, I don't know if you'll really be able to tell on camera, but the mouthpiece is, like, square on there. It's, like, square white tubing I made, just like the mouthpiece on this Cavalier is that square white tubing. I had to, like, make that. And then, like, I, like, put that square white tubing into this white band on here so it just all flows and everything. And, like, this is called a vest pocket, so it's meant to go in, like, a vest pocket and be flat. You know what I mean? Um, but just even how it stands, dude, it's fucking cool. Little 10 mil joint, you know, so you can throw a nail in there and rage it. It's fun. That one's really for the season dabber. Had a lot of people be like, dude, I want that for Deems. And I was like, that'd be pretty trippy, dude. That'd be pretty crazy. I'd be scared to hold that, though, if, like, you drop it. Um, yeah, but either way, having fun with these dry pieces and, like, there's a lot of time in this set. And, like, I think that um, some of this newer stuff I'm doing, I'm calling it, like, the Signature Series, which is just basically, like, if you were to have, like, if you collect guitars or if you know anything about cars, like, there's always, like, your baseline entry level and then there's, like, higher-end models as you go up. This is going to be, like, basically, like, my a little bit more expensive. So you are, you're, you're, you're literally paying for, like, the color work and, like, how these are all going to be laid out. But there's going to be, like, lots of uh, unique designs. I'm going to incorporate it throughout the year. I'm not going to do a ton of it. There will probably be, like, three to four signature series pieces per month max. And um, they'll be all different designs each time, kind of. Like, sometimes you'll see, like, this is a 14 mil double, a Cavalier, and then a vest pocket. And then I also did, and in a different colorway, these are the only ones in this colorway, I also did a micro and a mini double. Um, which, 
Dude, that mini double, double might even be available because I had someone bought it. And then the next day, they were like, oh, I actually wanted to buy the honey jar that was on there. So I was like, all right. So then I refunded them for that. And then they bought the honey jar. And then by the time I put it back, my wife put it back up on the website, it was fucking like Tuesday. And the sale had already happened. And so I haven't posted about it. That's even available anymore. So someone could probably sneak on our website and just see like this one signature series piece just chilling on there. But it's royal jelly with like a rainbow and calmo. It's pretty sweet. And a 10 mil mini double. And the price point on it, it's the same price as a 14 mil double. And that's and it's honestly close to the same size. It's just like 10 mil and it has way more work into it. Um, <coughs> so it's a really good price. <coughs> um, holy shit, though. That dry dab, I'll tell you what. Feeling it. We got a crazy week here right now. We're uh, just been, we have a another artist coming in to do like basically like a little residency here at Bear Mountain Studios for maybe a couple of months. I'm not sure how long, but it's, um, Taffy. If you guys are familiar with his work, I, I know him as Taffy tubes back in the day. Cause many years ago, he was one of the people in our industry who was like making custom colors and pulling down tubing. And, um, I used to buy color off him and now I have his Taffy rollers and stuff cause he manufactures tools and stuff, but he's also an incredibly gifted artist as well that has a lot to teach like he's a crazy good cup maker like it's just so much that he does he's like definitely like one of the best in our industry in my opinion um and he wants to be in our shop for a little bit so i'm like let's go like come over here just work in our shop while you're in colorado and teach us some stuff and yeah we've he also brought all this like his like old color but like it's color in crucible pots so it's like raw color that's ready to be like pulled out of a crucible. Like I've never done anything like that, but I'm buying two crucibles and I'm getting a bunch of color with them already. So that's kind of the thing too, is he's going to be here and help us pull colors. So we're going to start pulling like big sections of tube, like out of like making it with like with dipping in crucibles and stuff. Like the techniques where I'm about to learn and like how to make color and like big sections of color. So if I wanted to make a full color, like five foot fucking flower tube, I could, which no one's ever seen before. Like maybe with like China color tubing, but like some sick color tubing, like blends that we do, like having like a crazy, like ghost neon pink fucking five foot flower tube, all color dude, that'd be insane. No one can, no one does that because it's, there's no access to that type of material unless you're pulling it out of like crucibles yourself and you have machines like lathes like we have with an intent to make a big section of tube like that i don't know just from a uh building manufacturing artist point of view this is, this is going to be a big investment but it's going to be really cool to like learn how to pull color and in the future too if we ever had abundance i could have like a special account for glass blowers on my website where i would have back stock or over overstock color like tube like fire tubing that we use all ready to go. But I think for a while we'll probably use up all of it because we like making glass and I like making big glass too. And big glass requires a lot of material. So we use it up. <coughs> but yeah, I'm excited to learn from Taffy and also work with him. I'll tell you what. Like he does some really cool sculptural work. He also does like different plasma work where basically if you guys ever gone into like a gift shop back in my time, we called it Spencer's Gifts. And they'd have like those plasma ball things you could touch and then all the like like lightning bolts would go to your fingers on the glass, like those fucking things. Well he makes pipes like that that you can hold like two feet away from the thing that is shooting the plasma, so it doesn't have to be on a stand. You can be holding the RBR and just like fucking electricity 
it's going through it. So we're going to do some projects, making some like plasma RBRs and plasma turf hammers, I think, and stuff. Um, and then today I'm fucking making crunk collabs. I've got like this one. The first one's going to be the Capybara King Halo, which is like this whole like hog's tooth and pattern and then like skull Millie with like Illuminati windows. And then I have Illuminati and we prepped up here, pulled down for the perk and all the in-between sections. And it's going to be black and white with an Illuminati. It's going to be an insane piece with like the Capybara and the Halo. He sculpted a little Capybara all of the hog's tooth pattern. It's pretty sweet. <coughs> and my fucking, my wife's here today too. She's usually working from home at the office in her, in the house. But she's here today because she's trying to teach the guys how to print labels and ship here so that they can take over that job for her to make it easy. So she's here too. The studio is crazy today. Like every bench is full. Um, and then my wife's here and working on shipping with the, one of the guys. And it's just, it's pretty cool. Like uh, when Aisha was the first guy here, our producer today, he was like, oh, it reminds me of the kitchen out there because you hear all the glasses, like you hear glass out there like banging together and stuff. It sounds like you know, where the dishwasher's running and then all the fans and stuff are venting. It, like, really does kind of sound like a kitchen out there, especially now that I'm sitting here in the front room with the door closed. It, like, muffles it a little bit, so it sounds like a kitchen and you're sitting right right by the door where the kitchen goes to. I don't know. It's cool. Like, back when I first started blowing glass, I took so much pride in doing, like, everything by myself from, like, shipping it to, like, buying materials and, like, prepping and making everything. And for years, I, like, really made like made that a whole thing i was like oh I just do all this by myself but now like because even back then i'd be like oh people that have like a team around them like i like belittled like what they were doing i was like oh it's easier for them because they have a person to do this and a person to do that and now that like i'm in that position with someone that's like doing the shipping people prepping the color encasing the opals uh pulling down tubing to the right diameter like even making phone calls for me everything like now i'm like Dude, like, this is hard as fuck to man maintain. Just, like, you know, making sure everyone's good, paid well, doing the whole... Just just, just managing everything is fucking... I had no idea back in the day, like, how crazy this end of it was. And now I'm taking it, like, I'm prideful of the fact that we're doing this. I'm like, no, this is awesome that I have this team. This is, like, insane that I have, like, a group of people that believe in this shit, that want to crush with me, and, like... Dude, there's guys here that have just been doing, like, one thing for, like, years and, like, just blowing out color. Most people would have fucking quit doing that by now. But these dudes don't. They, like, they believe in it. They're like, we're fucking prepping color. Let's go. They're just fucking out there with shovel, shovels fucking digging to fucking... They're just going. Like, you know, the only destination is more color. Like, it's... There's, like... It's... It's, it's fucking crazy. That's why I'm, like, investing in crucibles and stuff, too, because if we can start pulling, like... Usually we buy color by the pound and you prep up when we're prep my guys are prepping color they're prepping up maybe like a quarter pound at a time. When you have a crucible, it's a 40 to 100 pound pot of color that you're fucking ripping tubing out of. So you can like make huge sections of stuff and like you can literally in a day prep hundreds of pounds. So if we can find a way to do that and make it even a more superior product even with like this color which I think it will be pretty legendary people will be like the fuck are you getting these colors this tubing how are you like the saturation and i'll be like dude look at what i bought and fucking learned how to do and brought in one of the best in the fucking industry to do it with me fucking taffy dude like he's the one of the best like in the world like to have pulling borosilicate colored tubing i mean he was he's he is he's the man so 
Yeah. So I'm really, really throwing Hail Marys every day over here at Bear Mountain Studios, but it keeps it, keeps it exciting. It's fun. Um, it's fucking, can't believe it's January. It's a new year. And like, I always get so nervous for the new year. You know what I mean? Like January through March are always like historically kind of like slow months for all, like just like anything retail or any sort of stuff like that. It's like after the holidays, it's cold in most parts of the country and stuff like that. It's just what it is. And, but still dude, fucking, I feel like. We didn't skip a beat. If anything, we're crushing even harder now. It's just like wild, like what the goals and like ideas people have. And I just honestly hope I can get an even bigger space in the future and just like facilitate like literally the fantasy factory of glass, dude. <coughs> and skateboarding and hash in that order. Well, maybe hash in the middle. I don't know. Either way that's involved, you know, I'm not sure the what the top three exactly would be. Day, I'm sure it'll change day by day, but... I want a place where, you know, dude, I grew up watching shows like CKY and Jackass and shit, so I always wanted that kind of, like, I had it when I was a teenager, the camaraderie of, like, all your skater homies and, like, just meeting up and skating and just all night and just whatever, but, you know, and then you grow up, dude, you fucking got to pay bills, got the babies, you got the loved ones and relationships are important, so, you know, sometimes you you can, like, drift away from, like, what defined who you were in your mind. And I feel like me, I guess I'm working towards building something that reflects what I always saw myself doing. Um, I thought that I'd be able to join something and then someone else would build it and I'd be part of it. But then, like, at a certain point, I was like, oh, no, if I want specific things, it's going to have to, like, see if it's possible to do it myself and just build that and find people that, you know, relate to it, dude. That's why I fucking watched that Field of Dreams movie as a kid. I always relate, dude. If you build it, they will come kind of shit, dude. Not trying to attract, you know, ghost fucking skaters or glassblowers, but because I'm not about that paranormal shit. But I am trying to attract people that are like-minded, that um, see what I'm trying to do and want that to be part of their story, too. So, if that makes sense. I don't know, man. Don't take dry dabs in the morning. Um, unless you're trying to really overthink a lot of Pretty simple stuff. But yeah, either way, busy fucking week and a lot going on already in the new year. We got new equipment on the way. Um, like, I don't know what I'm doing. That's one thing I realize. Like, every day I wake up and I get a little anxiety and go, I don't know what I'm doing. Holy shit, what's happening? But then I get to this point in the day and I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. And I almost enjoy that. I like laugh at the fact that I'm like just trying it, you know, just trying to figure it out. But maybe that's everyone. I, I guess... You know, when you're younger and you see people that are successful, you assume what their path looked like or you assume that, oh, they had help or this or that. But there's like a lot of things you don't even think about. That's just like consistency of anything and maintaining anything. I mean, being consistent with like working out or diet, that's fucking hard. Being consistent just with working towards a goal and not getting burnt out, that can be difficult too. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't, wouldn't want to do anything else but... Just try to do this. It's so fun. I just don't know anything else. I really wanted to make this a donut. <coughs> I wanted to pop a hole through the center of that so bad. I still do. But I was like, no, I got to leave it like this. But if I did make it a little donut or a halo, I could throw a little bear paw opal in there, dude. And then it'd be like a halo dry. Fuck, bro. That might be the manifestation of the halo dry with little square mouthpieces. I want to just, like, set a couple, like, styles up that, like, people can recognize for dry pieces from us. 
I also realized too, no one makes five mils now. Like the nail manufacturers do make the nails, but just barely. And like, but like, I feel like no other artists are making the five mil actual pieces anymore. But it is a fucking pain in the ass, especially if you're doing doers like this. Like I'm dropping my perks, like my joint is inside the piece. Like there's not even a tool to do that. You have to do funny stuff to do it. Those are harder to make than like a 14 mil double diffused. And they're like a third of the price, which is kind of crazy. That's why you won't see me make a lot of them either. Cause like when I make them, they're like, the fail rate's kind of high in five mils. If I make five, I'll, I'm going to lose one. Um, but we are dropping some soon. Like I said, in the beginning of the episode. So I'm working on it. Cause we do, we just got a shipment of nails from Evan Shore. So instead of just selling individual nails, I'm like, let's just make some five mils for these nails and sell them with the nails as a set. They We have the new Slurpees, which are the bigger dishes on them, so they're like, you can put bigger dabs on them. <coughs> we got a couple of the traditional 5 mil nails, and then we have these other new like turbine ones where it looks like a traditional nail, but it has like two holes on the side that kind of like make a little vortex inside the bucket. Those look pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, it's pretty... It's pretty exciting. Sorry, I'm waiting for a delivery and I just heard a big truck. I get kind of excited. It reminds me of like when I was a kid and I'd hear a car coming down the road and I'd be like, is it a friend? Because like, you know, my brother didn't like live in the house since he was all grown up when I was a kid. So he's a lot older than me. So I was like, grew up kind of like an only child. So I get, you know, you get hyped up. You hear a sound outside. You're like, people? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't think it was. I think it was probably for someone else. But yeah. Fucking might as well take a little dab on this five mil. She's all set up, chilling. I think the nail's clean too already. Easy. Yeah, I think the colors are going to get pretty crazy by the end of this year, though. And um, I'm excited to share the whole process with everybody, too, because it's pretty interesting. Like, if you, I mean, if you enjoy that kind of stuff, like, I'm the type of person that can watch how it's made or some shit. Like, I can, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's how they made that. Like, I like that kind of stuff. Like, Forged in Fire, I can watch any of that, any of the cooking shows. I like when people are making stuff. Um, so if you're into that kind of thing, then you'll probably dig some of the content coming up as far as like the working end of Bear Mountain Studios. I was also thinking about, because we have like a camera set up, I was thinking about creating time lapses. It doesn't even need to be a time lapse, it could just be a feed even. I could just like have like my security camera feed for just the blowing glass area where we're actually making the work. <laughs> and then just have like a lo-fi channel that you just go to on YouTube and it's just like the feed with lo-fi music and you can just like sit there and be like smoke weed in the morning and be like oh, look what they're doing because I'm here so early. I'm here early enough that like the German customers can enjoy it and the fucking American customers can enjoy it because it, it's like there's like this weird middle point where if it's super early in the morning it's like later in the evening for them or afternoon for them. And then I still can like do sashes and stuff and catch the East Coasters and yeah. Got a little fucking tripod for the phone yesterday finally. So I've been doing some lives on my main account again. Just glass blowing though, not really session or anything. Not that I wouldn't, but typically it's just I'm like, oh I'm about to do a bunch of glass blowing nonstop. I'll throw the the camera up for just a little bit. It'd be sick to set up a couple of my like cameras legitimately though so I could get better like clarity or you know better video for the people that actually want to watch it but glass blowing is kind of slow and a little bit boring I noticed like 
people when I do live videos, like the other day, like I did a live and when I was just talking, hanging out, there was like 130 something people in there just chilling. And then as soon as I started doing anything glass related, it dwindled right down to like 35 people. I was like, what the fuck? But I think it's because like, it is like pretty slow. Like you're going to watch me spin it in one place for like four minutes for, and you're like, nothing happened though. It just got really bright red. But yeah, it's cause I'm making these two pieces of glass one and you can't just connect it and say good to go. Like, you have to actually like, on like almost like a molecular level, get it hot enough and deep enough to bond them and then bring them out together and eat, make sure they're an even like wall weight on the end. There's things, there's things you gotta do. And that takes time. So when you're watching someone do this, like, like glass blowing and shit, it can be kind of boring because it is a slow process. But for those that like to watch it, I'd like to have like an awesome space for it. It'd be cool to have a full studio shot so you can see all of us working at once and then have like bench shots where you could actually like jump to different cameras and be watching certain benches. That'd be seriously fucking heady, honestly. You could learn so much. There's so much happening here. And like I said, there's like other artists here that aren't even like working on Bear Mountain stuff. They're just working on things. Oh damn, did I talk too much? Okay, I'm gonna do a spare, I need to do a little reheat. These, the little ones cool, cool down a little quicker. Little five mil here made with Titan and then it's got a little uh, gold amethyst perk in it. Five mils are awesome though. Like with like the higher surface area nails and like, I don't know, they're just so fun to smoke. Like the flavor and the function and like they're just surprising. They're surprising just like the fucking juggernaut RBR is. It's like the juggernaut when you see them, you laugh at them, they're huge, ridiculous. When you actually smoke it and pull on it, you're like, whoa, that's not what I was expecting. Like it actually... It works really well because like you would think it'd be like a nightmare because how big it is, but it actually shreds. Then these, these also shred. I don't know if I should now just hold it. out there she's probably like listening to him in there coughing little baby little baby boy got a cough she's probably saying shit like that no she's probably not making fun of me she was supposed to be on today but she got here a little late so we're gonna try next time she wants to start being on it talking about stuff and things with me on here I'm like all right cool let's do it and then i think we're gonna do Definitely an episode out in the studio with like all the guys. We'll just pull the table out there, set up like three or four mics, and just <coughs> do a little catch up with the team because some new faces out there. And everyone, I mean, if you've been watching the pod for a while, all the same guys are here. No one's no one's gone or anything. We just have more people here now. God damn, that white truffle through there. 
pan, wipe that white truffle. At certain temps, there's like a part of the white truffle dab that almost gives you like this golden goat kind of turp very slightly. And it's so nice because it's like the only the part of golden goat I liked, not all like the lemon part. There was like this other part where it's like almost like the haziness of it, but it's different than a regular haze. It's And this is not haze. The white truffle is not haze. I don't think it is. It's fucking like a gassy like GMO kind of strain. But to me, um, I don't know much about it. I'm sure someone listening probably knows all about the white truffle lineage. I think it's like, it's like donkey butter or something like that. It's called, there's one of the mother plants or something. I don't know. I have no idea, but it's fucking good. It's very good. Holy shit. Man. But yeah, working on this crunk collab today. And I hope I can pull it out. I hope I can finish it today. Um, Just because it's like, there's so many other projects I want to get onto too. That's a good problem to have though. And there's like, so many things you want to make and work on and like you want to get one thing done so you get on to the next thing you know, the next one it's like not that you don't value or appreciate the project you're currently on but you're just excited for the next one too which is the way to be honestly it's how you stay into it um because if you're not into it like it's hard to enjoy something like glass because glass is not very forgiving it burns you it cuts you it breaks for no reason it it's just fragile like just everything like it's uh it's one of the only like art forms that I know of that you like can't touch it till it's done. And what I mean is, is like it's over a thousand degrees, so you can't like touch it with your hands and feel what you're working on. Like you have to use other objects to push it. You have to use gravity, fire, pieces of graphite, like things to move the material or guide it at least in the direction that you want it to go. Because you can't force glass. You really have to just show it the path and then guide it in that direction. You cannot force it places because when you force it, it, it will reciprocate with usually failure. Um, it's, uh, it's really, you know, glass, like anything, can be philosophical. I mean, playing basketball can be philosophical. There's always different, I mean, but for me, glass is like, it's like, like I learn life lessons in it. I learn a skill. Um, I don't know. It's a great teacher, I guess. That and, you know, obviously cannabis and stuff. Awesome teacher. You learn a lot about yourself. Like, I definitely have a lot of friends at this point that don't smoke anymore because they get anxiety from it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, of course you do. That's, like, part of it. You're going to get bad anxiety sometimes. I've had times where I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to smoke weed anymore. I'm, just, it's like I'm freaking out every time I do it. I'm like, dude, no. Live life on hard mode, like I've said before. Don't. Don't like my trainer this morning. I was talking to her. She also works in a dis um, in a grow down here for a dispensary, and she was like, "Yeah, when I was at work the other day, they like offered me a dab before we went into the garden and start before we were like gonna break everything down." She was like, "There's no way I wouldn't be able to work." And I was like, "Oh man," I was like, "It definitely I wouldn't recommend taking a dab in any situation if you're not comfortable with dabs or the situation because it might make it very challenging, but also." If you want to live life on hard mode, take a dab before you do something hard. See how hard it is. It's way harder. You know what I mean? Like, to me, it's like a video game. I'm like, all right, dude. Like, I'm going to try an expert mode. If I can do that, I've got this. I'm a pro. So that's basically my justification of the, for the last couple of years. I'm like, I'm just trying to make life a little more challenging. I'm trying to discipline myself. I'm trying to learn values. So I'm smoking a lot of hash right now. And it's part of it. Yeah.
that five mil from the dry to the five mil. Usually I'm smoking stuff like this 14 mil or the 10 mil bloop RBR. A little bit more water, a little bit more space. Wow, I've been just taking it this morning, especially this level of ha um, hash. It's so good. You know, I've like heard people talk about like, oh, what would you want to like bring back in time? Or like, you've heard people like, talk about like old like war movies and stuff. Like, oh, dude, what if we went back with like a tank from nowadays or some dumb shit like that? There's even movies made about that kind of stuff. I'm like, dude, but what if we brought back the Terps? Like, like that's I think my thing. I think I'd probably bring back some fire hash. If I go back in time, I'd find Benjamin Franklin or one of those goofballs. I'd be like, dude, check this out. I'd have him open the jar and smell it. Oh, man. Dude. I think it probably would have made everyone so stoked. Not sure it would have fixed or made anything better. I'm not, that might have fucked everything up even more. Who knows? But I think everyone would have been pure stoked on the hash. And that would be the overall thing I'd be going for. I'm like, you guys stoked? Fucking Abraham Lincoln. You guys think he was a vampire? Or a vampire slayer or whatever? You remember that? It was that book? I never read a book, but I saw it on my wife's nightstand once. Damn, I'm stoned. I wonder, though, if any of those fucking people had, like, crazy second lives where they were actually, like, some sort of... People were into the, the occult and shit back then, though. Definitely into some weird stuff. They didn't know what was going on, dude. And then again, they probably knew more about certain things, but I don't know if it really helped them. People, I don't want to get into it. It's too, it's too weird. It's too weird. We're just gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take one more dab, and then I'm gonna get the fuck out of here and go finish this crunk piece. That's what I'm gonna do. And then hopefully next episode, because I had plans for a different episode today. But hey, things don't work out. Sometimes someone gets here later, they're not ready. So what I do? I got hash. I got my pipes. I did want to show everyone this cool set that watches the podcast um, because I'm super stoked on it. And I learned a lot. Um, man, maybe I should do a... No, I was going to say, maybe I should do a dry dab on that little vest pocket there, like a real gentleman. But I might not be able to talk to anyone if I do that. I feel like I need to put it through some water this time. A little more water, even. Whoa. But yeah, we also have our fucking first clear drop of the year happening coming up. It'll probably be dropping a couple days after this comes out, but it's going to the cave in California. So this year we're splitting up some of our clear drops and we're going to send them to specific stores around the country. Um, and then the stuff on our website is going to be like our full color stuff and then we'll have some clear but with colored perk and stuff like that, but our full clear stuff... Like, all my full clear RBRs, like, probably at the end of the year, I'll do another big pre-sale on the website for people who can't, you know, get the ones at the shop or this or that. Or if people are like, no, please drop some on your website, too, because I can't make it to the store or the store already sold them. Because they're not big drops going to the stores. They're, like, just a nice little clear drops so with, like, a little variety of all different stuff. So, you know, people that maybe aren't familiar with my work can see it in person. Because, um, like I've told people before, at the end of the day, like, at this point... Instagram is definitely difficult to get reach. Yes, videos here and there do great. Awesome. But, like, it's hard to have consistent reach where people get to see all your different projects or even notice you. So I think that people are going to be going back to stores and are still never stopped going to stores. But, like, I think that I need to be, like, in certain stores so that people that aren't using Instagram maybe only use TikTok and shit. I don't fucking know. So they actually can see my glass because... 
if they're only seeing like import stuff, then it's like, you know, it's more like I want to have some sort of representation in places as well. And also too, fucking killed myself building this studio and accumulating the equipment and the knowledge, taking classes. I'm finally at a point where I could do my like specialty drops on my website and then offer my clear stuff that's more affordable in stores where people they're, they're actually at the price points that people are used to in shops and stuff. Not that I've been in a shop lately. I'm sure there's pieces in there for over a thousand dollars or two grand, but like I think majority of glass and shops is probably around closer to the hundred to six hundred range, I would say, like in most stores, like you probably won't see too many unless it's like a really high end shop and they have like show pieces. You know what I'm saying though. Like I wanna have stuff around for the everyday person that maybe isn't familiar with Instagram or the old school glass scene, it's, to me, it just isn't old school. Like I still feel like I just got here, dude. I feel like a new kid. But I've been in it for like 11 years now. 11 years. Wow. Kind of crazy. Lots happened. A lot of changes. Kind of in it almost for 12 years, though, because... I wasn't like in it, but I was like watching everything on Instagram that was happening. I was taking classes, so I was like trying to be in it. Damn, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> Crazy dude, I was there was times back in the day where I feel like before I had a kiddo and stuff that I was like smoking so much hash and going to so many sessions and events and stuff, but it's all like such a blur. I'm like, what did it have? I have no idea. Did it, what even happened? It's nuts. But, I mean, I generally know what happened. You know what I mean? Like, I could, like, think back and be like, oh, yeah, we went there on this time. This is what our booth looked like, or this is what the party looked like. But as, like, far as, like, core memories of it all, I'm just kind of like, what happened? I just know that I was in Vegas, or I know that I was, like, in Colorado somewhere. Dude, so trippy. Time is weird. All right, so I'm going to take a dab of this Jomo, which is different than the white truffle. I'm just, I don't know what the genetics are on it, but judging by the name Jomo, it's got to be some sort of GMO cross. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I like anything just really like pungent, gassy kind of terps. I'm about it. I don't even want to walk out of this room. I just, I'm not ready for today. You ever just feel like that? You ever just feel not ready for the day? Well, I did feel ready for the day, and then I smoked all this hash. Now I don't feel ready. I felt ready after the first one. Dry dab, I was like, ready for the day, feeling great. Five mil, questioning life. Third one, we're on back on track, hopefully. Or terror. Terror and fear could be the next, next one, but we'll find out. Or back on track, either way. When I get scared, I just go stand in front of the torch and make stuff. I'm like, I'll just do this until I don't feel terrified anymore. That's how you figure it out. That's how you get through the anxiety of the weed and the hash sometimes. It's a teacher. If you're stressed out, it's probably something that you're putting off or something you didn't do or, you know what I mean? Just something you haven't figured out yet or worked through. It's not the weed. The weed's just telling you, hey, dude, you got some shit going on, bro. You got to figure that out. And if you don't want to figure it out, dude, you can just not smoke weed and not feel like that. You can be a normal person. Bury it. Bury it deep. 
Or live life on hard mode, smoke some weed, realize all your shortcomings, find a way to be better. I think some people find that through like also AA and religion and stuff too like that. But, you know, there's a different path for everybody, I guess. Mine is a terpy one. You do wonder though. I wonder if the Egyptians liked hash. I know the Greeks liked hash. But I wonder if the Egyptians were like fucking taking dabs and shit, dude. I don't trust this temp reader right now. Sometimes when temp readers are really low on battery, like they're red, they're gonna die any second. I feel like they're not as accurate when they're like, when they're low battery. Still convinced, dude. Maybe the Egyptians weren't obsessed with physical gold. Maybe it was terps. Golden terps. Or it was like honey from bees. Maybe it was something else that was gold. Who knows? I should have trusted, but it's really terpy that low. Okay, wow. Well, this was fun. Not even sure what I even talked about, but I'm here. I'm excited. Oh yeah, I talked about everything we we're doing. But yeah, we do have a lot going on, so that was fun to be able to actually bring you guys some like updates on that. I'm excited to show some of the projects Taffy and I we're working on too, and the team. Figure out how we can do uh, some more lives and incorporate everybody, do some podcasts with everybody, and uh, just hopefully focus 2024 more on all the things that I've been putting off because of X, Y, or Z. Because, you know, it's easy to put things off when big changes happen in your life. So now I'm just trying to accept that change is going to constantly happen, and if I want to do things, I just got to go for it, regardless of the change that's happening at the time. Don't use this as an excuse to pause. Just try. Worst thing that'll happen is I could fail, become homeless, lose everything. Yeah, but either way, it's gonna be awesome. So, <laughs> I'm just kidding, that won't happen. I'm good, I'm smart. I got this, I think. I don't know, terror, there's your answer. Third dab is terror. All right, let's go, I'm gonna go stand in front of the torch and figure things out. All right, you guys have a great day, everybody. Episode 140, whoa, shit, crazy. All right, bye.